0: When it comes to your business, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Meet Ruby, your highly trained team of virtual receptionists, creating meaningful connections with each call, ensuring your callers feel special while making you look good. Learn more at CallRuby.com. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code ZOOM or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Hope you are doing fabulous today. Today, we are talking about content marketing, and we are in the series called You Are the Media. And so, we're talking about everything content and just how much the world is changing because of social media, because of technology, because of these mobile devices that we have stuck to our hand almost 24 hours a day. And we're talking about all of the amazing ways that you you can be the media, that you are the media, whether you want to be or not. News no longer breaks. It tweets. And today we are talking about how to make your content more shareable. And we're not talking about how to make your blog and your you know, gadgets and gadgets and buttons and all of the fun techie stuff, or even the visual appearance of your content more shareable. We're talking about the core of your content and what does your content need to be based on so that people will want to share your content. So I'm going to give you 10 solid tips today that if you incorporate these things you should be able to know that you are creating content that people are going to like, love, and hopefully want to share with their communities because that's what this is really all about. It's about the OPC, you know me, baby. And OPC equals other people's content and other people's community. And when you create content that... People that are listening to your content via a podcast, watching it via a YouTube video or live stream video, reading your blog, reading your white papers, whatever it may be, and they're consuming that amazing content you're creating, and they are inspired to share it with their communities, with their friends, with their colleagues, with their family, that, my friends, is the power of the OPC because you are tapping in to their communities. and they are sharing that content for you. And then you are able to amplify your content. It's able to reach further and reach multiple old piece OPCs from there. And more people are going to be able to know that you and your brand exists and hopefully be organically attracted to you through that amazing content. So that's why today we're talking about how to develop and create content that people will want to share. Before we get started, I want to tell you too, I have loads of resources around all of these things that we're going to be talking about today. And instead of listing every podcast I have, uh, every white paper I have, I want you just to go to the show notes page, which is socialzoomfactor.com slash one. Thirty-one, because this is episode number 131. And I will put all of the links there for the podcast because I have one on OPC. I have one on uh, establishing trust. I have one on many other topics we're going to talk about today. And you can just find everything there. You'll be able to find some applicable white papers as well and worksheets and things that are going to help you not only be the media, but help you create content that is going to be shareable. Okay, because that's what this podcast today is all about. So let's get started. So first tip is actually tip zero, because I actually have 11 tips for you instead of 10. And the first one is just to be human, because I think this should be in every single thing that we do in business and life, because why we are humans. So humans, need to create content for other humans. You need to speak to the reader or the listener or the watcher as a human, not a robot. Don't just treat them like somebody you want to give your credit card to. And I don't know if you've ever seen any of those videos online, you know, you wind up on one of these salesy scammy sites and you know, there's just a video playing and it says, you know, just give me your credit card now it reminds me of going to a gas station that you know has a skimmer on it and just rubbing your credit card down the the skimmer so they can steal your credit card information. That's the kind of feeling I get when I land on some of those landing pages from some of these internet marketers who are just in it to only make money. It's like they have some good products to sell probably, but because they're not being human at all in their landing pages and in their marketing and communication occasions, it makes me not feel very good when I go to their page or their website. And if you've experienced or seen any of these types of websites or pages, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. So you need to make sure your content is human. Make sure that your content is not just written by your SEO guy or company, but that it is written for human consumption. Your content needs to be real. It needs to be authentic. It needs to have personality. Let your personality shine. And it needs to be helpful. It needs to be simple, not perfect. So I encourage you to check out some of the resources that I'll list for you on the show notes page on how to create content to be consumed by other humans, how to create a human brand. I've done a ton of work in this area. Tip number official one is that you want to earn trust, and people need to trust what you say is accurate. Is your content about you selling, or is it about you truly providing value and helping people? Because if you are truly being authentic to your real self, and you are helping people, if you are in business because what you say is what you do, that you truly wanna help people solve their problem or provide whatever type of service that's going to make their life better or whatever it may be, then you should be concerned as a top priority that you are earning trust. And let's look really quickly at the definition of trust. Uh, Trust is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something, okay? As a verb, it's believe in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of. Very similar, right? Here's another one. This one is from Merriam-Webster. Belief that someone or something is reliable, good, honest, effective. I think that's an important word. Another one is, this is full definition of trust, still coming from Merriam-Webster. Assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something, one in which confidence is placed dependence on something future or contingent. So they're trusting that what you say is true. They're trusting your character. They're trusting your ability. They're trusting your accuracy, your strength, your honesty, and that the information you are providing is effective, okay? I want you to really be thinking about those words as you are writing your content. Because if your audience doesn't trust you, from the minute they land on your website or your blog or your YouTube channel or your Instagram page, wherever it may be, if it looks too salesy, you're going to lose them at hello. And we don't want that to happen. We want, when we say hello to people virtually, we want to pull them in. And that's why it's so important. And that's why I put tip zero at being human because being human is one of the most perfect ways to pull people in. And then you want to make sure that you are speaking words of truth and honesty and you are walking the walk, not just talking the talk so that you can establish trust and credibility. All right. Tip number two is, is it unique? So what you are offering, whether that be a blog post, a podcast, a video, a white paper, is it unique? Is it offering a unique value in a way that not, you know, a hundred, uh, 500 other bloggers or content producers are already providing? Okay. Okay. Is your content providing something unique? Does it grab attention? How you title it matters, okay? Is it accurate as to the content that is behind that title? And that is tip number three, is make sure that you are providing accurate information. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But we want to make sure that when we're Thinking about the word unique, this is a one that I struggle with because you want to be providing unique value. However, um, in many of our industries, how many different ways can we talk about marketing? How many different ways can we talk about branding? How many different ways can we talk about how to get on Facebook, how to do Twitter? Okay. Where you are unique is when you put your own perspective in it. The way that I talk to you on this podcast, the way I add a little bit of uh, my personality. Sometimes I sing to you really bad. I do some crazy things. I play some songs in the background. I give you my opinion every single podcast. That is what is unique. I'm, I'm different from all of the other podcasts that you're listening to, which are also offering you something unique. So although some of us may be talking about some of the same things, we're providing a unique flavor to that a unique tone, a unique personality. So it doesn't always have to be completely different content okay however I think there is it's very important that you have a balance that you do have some unique content you don't want to just go do a search on Google and I I know some people who are pretty um, established thought leaders in the industry that will do this and they they've told me and they will go see whatever top blog posts are you know happening that week and they'll go write a similar blog post I have never done that I have a content calendar that goes out for weeks if not months most of the time and then we have room for dynamic content that's going in there all the time, staying up on the pulse of what's happening in the industry, but you want to create your own message, your own brand, your own personality and add that unique layer to it that is you, that is the you factor. Tip number three is being accurate, okay? And this is so very important and let's look really quickly at the definition of accurate Accurate is correct in all details, exact. Okay, that's a big word, exact. According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, accurate is free from error, especially as the result of care, an accurate diagnosis, conforming exactly to truth or to a standard, able to give an accurate result, Okay, so accuracy is really important. And when it comes to accuracy, you need to make sure what you say is true. So if you're talking about a certain feature or a certain you know feature of a technology or a certain, maybe you are working in the financial or the health space and you're talking about a certain or anything legal, a certain law or a standard that people need to adhere to, you better be doing your research. Same thing goes for statistics. I see a lot of people quoting uh, data and they they have no idea where they got that statistic from. Now, if you know it's accurate, um, then you should be able to so- cite a source of where you got that information. But at minimum, make sure your data is correct. Make sure that the information that you are providing is accurate accurate and real and that people can depend on it. Because if even one time you are providing something that is not accurate and you know it and you publish it and somebody takes an action on that data and they fall down, whatever happens, something bad happens because of the data that you provided them, they are never probably going to trust you again. So there goes the trust factor. Accuracy is a huge factor factor in people wanting to share your content because it relates directly to trust, which is very important. Tip number four is, of course, knowing your audience. And what do you know about your audience? What do they need from you? What do they want from you? How are you going to help them solve their problem? And is your content customer facing, you need to make sure you are talking directly to the customer. If you notice when I do these podcasts, I'm talking directly to you. I'm not saying, you know, all of the marketers out there need to do this. I'm saying you need to listen up to this. I'm giving you some tough love today or I'm giving you some sweet love today. Whatever it is we're talking about, I'm talking directly to you. And I've had a lot of people tell me that, that when they listen to me in their car or wherever they are, they say, I feel every day, like you're just you know, telling me exactly what I need to do and helping me and make some of the decisions that they're making in their business. And I love the fact that we can do that through podcasting and through video and through blogging. That's one of my favorite things to do is to be able to help people. Okay. Tip number five is, is the content actionable and is it engaging? Okay. So can people actually take an action from your content? or are they just babbling and I don't know about you, but I have seen a lot of curated content recently where people are putting together um, groups of people and they have some curated crowdsourced type of blog sites. And I see some of these sites just accepting any type of content and it's getting kind of muddy to where some of these blog posts I look at, I'm like, what is the purpose of this blog post? I mean, I think that's really important and that probably should be a tip on here today, but it's not. It's, what the purpose of any piece of content that you're creating? What is the action you want somebody to take? And I can guarantee you that about 95% of the content that I produce, whether that be through blog, video, podcasting, anything I've done through even SlideShare, I am telling you actions that you can take in your business today. I am not just creating content to talk and talk and talk and talk. I have uh, and that's why I said 5% of that content is maybe inspiring, uh it's maybe telling a story, but still you could, you know, I could say you could probably take an action even from that inspiration because I'm telling you a story in a hope that you will be able to apply that to your life and and make a change in your behavior or in your mindset. But you want to be thinking about every piece of content. What is the key action or actions that people can take from it? What is the key takeaway? And is the content engaging? Does it make them think? Does it make them want to share it? Does it make them want to talk to somebody? Does it invite them to be part of a conversation, right? And that's why everything that we do is integrated into one content calendar that we work with our um, team, with our partners, with our clients, with our sponsors on this podcast. You know, you will see our sponsors. We're having the same type of conversations with them on our Twitter chats or on webinars or videos or whatever we're doing on blog content that I'm guest blogging on their sites. It's all integrated, it's actionable, and it's engaging, and it's bigger than just that one piece of content. Because as I always say, people don't only buy things, they join things. They want to be part of something bigger than themselves. And so by creating content that is actionable and engaging, you're going to make it bigger than just you or just me. We're going to do something bigger together. Okay. Tip number six is, does it actually solve a problem or is it just more noise? And I talked about this recently and uh, my a couple recent blog posts, I did one on put down the megaphone and then I did one on be the value, not the noise. And that was episode 125 and episode 122. I encourage you to take a listen to that. I know we're getting deep into some great content here to help make your content share worthy. But before we move on on to the last few tips, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors. Take a listen and I'll be right back. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business Zoom Turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you Zooming Turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com Did you know customers form their first impression of a business within seven seconds of initial contact? Or that 86% of consumers will stop doing business with a company after a bad customer experience? Every brand touch matters, and no one understands that better than our new partner, Ruby Receptionist. Tap into the power of a virtual receptionist and rediscover the lost art of human interaction with Ruby. Their team of highly trained virtual receptionists handle all your calls with the perfect mix of friendliness and professionalism at a fraction of the cost of a full-time in-house receptionist. Great businesses are driven by great customer experiences and Ruby makes every call an opportunity to wow your customers. Check them out at callruby.com forward slash socialzoom and enter promo code zoom to receive fourteen days of free service, free activation, and ninety-five dollar value and five percent off your monthly bill. I'm back. All right. Tip number seven is make sure that your content is timely. We don't want old news. And I know there is power in evergreen content. And I do a ton of evergreen content, which basically means it's content that's kind of timeless. So content that works today will work next week and will work in a year from now. I have content that I produced 2010, 2009, that I am still getting blog traffic from Google to my blog, okay? And it's still converting. So there is power in evergreen content, but you need to make sure that your content is timely and that you're not talking about something that's old news, okay? I I think you can probably pretty easily understand that. Tip number eight is can your content be understood? Can it be broken down into bite-sized nuggets that people can digest? And a lot of times what happens when people start writing thought leadership type of content, so they'll get deep into a content topic area and they're writing at a level that is so different than what their audience can understand and take action on. Because if you think about some of the other uh, characteristics we talked about of share worthy content today, actionable is key. And trust me, I love writing thought leadership type of content, and I've written a ton of it. But recently, I've written less. Why? Because my audience doesn't take action. And I find that when I'm only writing thought leadership type of posts, or I'm only doing thought leadership type of podcasts or videos. It's mostly my peers that are consuming it. And my ideal customer, the audience that I want to have consuming my content, they like to digest that information. They like the thought leadership type of content, but the data shows me that they like more of the actionable type of content. They like the tips. I, you know, and I question you, I would love to know what you want to hear feel free to tweet me at hashtag social zoom factor and you know my twitter name it's pam marketing nut p-a-m-m-k-t-g-n-u-t or shoot me an email you know send me a contact form on my blog Let me know what you think of my content. Can you understand it? Leave me a review out on iTunes. Tell me if you like it. I need to hear the feedback from you. I need to hear what else you would like to see, what other type of content, okay? I want to make sure my content is being understood and that you are able to trust it. It is providing unique value to you. It is accurate and that you're able to take action on it. And that's why I break things down into bite-sized nuggets that people can consume. People love the content, the in a nutshell you know, podcast that we do. So it's a five to 15 minute podcast. We've done them on Twitter. We've done them on LinkedIn. We've done them on hashtags. We've done them on tweet chats. You name it, we've done an in a nutshell podcast. Why? Not just because we like to come up with some fancy title, because people like to consume content in smaller nuggets sometimes. Okay. And at the same time, you want to make sure that your content can be understood. So are you speaking to your readers, to your listeners, in language that they understand? And that's what I find a lot of times when I talk at the uber high-level thought leadership you know, type of content. A lot of my ideal customer isn't there yet. They don't know what I'm really talking about. So that's why I try to bring things down to a level that they can understand. Tip number nine is making sure your content is inspiring. And this is something that I truly believe in. It's why our tagline is inspire, connect, achieve. And we truly believe in inspiring our audiences to connect with us with the goal of helping them achieve their goals. And when we help our customers and our communities and our audience achieve their goals we achieve ours by default so it's inspire connect achieve i truly believe that content should be inspiring it this podcast should inspire you to take action it should inspire you to engage it should inspire you to use the information to solve a problem to make your business and or your life better so inspire Means something different to everybody. I don't know what type of inspiration you need, but I hope that my content inspires you to be a better person, to build a better business than what you have today. So think about that and make your content human, write some human posts, do a human podcast, do some, you know, human videos that connect with the heart because you want to connect emotionally with your listeners, with your readers, with your viewers and connect with them as real people. And inspiration goes a long way. Why do you think quotes are some of the most retweeted content on Twitter? Because they're inspiring. And last but not least, we have tip number 10, which is about being relevant. And I want to give you the definition of relevant. So, relevant is closely connected or appropriate to the matter at hand, or meaningful or purposeful in current society or culture. So your content needs to be relevant to the person that's reading it, listening to it, watching it, whatever it may be. They need to feel that connection with your content. When your content is trustworthy, when you are trustworthy, when your content is unique, offering unique value, when it is able to contextually, emotionally, and personally connect with that human being, when it is accurate, when it is actionable, when it is solving problems, and it's timely, and it can be understood, and it is inspiring. When these things come together, my friends, your content going to be shared? How could it not be shared? If you were reading a piece of content or listening to a piece of content and it had all these things that excited you, you trusted the person that gave it to you. It's speaking to you as a human. It's offering you unique value. It is accurate. It's timely. It's actionable. It helps you solve a problem and it inspires you. Why would you not share it? Because you want all your friends to feel the same way you want them to be inspired as well. And oftentimes that's why that emotional connection or the the connection of having knowledge that's going to help somebody solve a problem are key reasons that people will share content. So make sure you are taking time to write share worthy content. And when you do, your entire online platform and efforts that you are spending on your content marketing and your digital marketing your results are going to be exponentially increased to the positive if you focus on creating content that is going to resonate and be shared by your ideal customer, your community, and your audience. So there you have it, my friends. I hope that today's podcast is actionable for you. I hope it inspires you to write better content. Let me know how it goes. Uh, Go check out the the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com slash 131 for loads of resources. And come tweet to me at Hashtag Social Zoom Factor. Thanks so much. Make it a great day. That's a wrap. If you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com/zoom for incredible free resources and guides, and be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.